Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Y'all, if you saw our Instagram, I'm just jumping in. You saw I was yelling at Poodle because... I've got here, and we've had other things to I've do. I've got a lot to Love say. I've been screaming <laughs> save it at him repeatedly. He keeps wanting to talk about Love is Blind, but we were doing other <laughs> shit. Because, I but have now, so much to say. you can unsave it. Now we can talk about Love is Blind. There's no such thing as unsaving. <laughs> yeah, you didn't save anything. <sighs> Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind, episode seven. Impress the parents. I mean, I don't care. Instagram, websites, whatever. Life is happening. I don't care because this episode was good. I think, I don't know. The episode six was pretty explosive too. It was. That's why we talked for like an hour and 40 minutes. Hopefully we don't do that now. This episode, I'm so confused um, I'm I'm in dire straits. I don't know who's gonna make it. I don't know if uh I don't know if Bartis can wake up in the morning and uh put clothes on. At this point, he's I mean dumb. he's dumb. Yeah, and I really really don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard because he's so physically pretty, but he's such an he, it's 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 both things. He's such an asshole to her, and now I cannot believe how far I have done. I have done a complete three sixty, as they say on as love they say after, on, non, on love love lockup a three sixty, a one eighty. In other words, on Nancy, and now she's my favorite person on the show. She's my favorite person by on the far. Show. I mean, I didn't come for her like you did, but she wasn't my favorite person on the show. I came for her. I did not think that she would be my favorite person on the show. Uh, 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 Absolutely not. I would have 100% told you it was going to be Alexa, I think, who's who I really like. And I still like Alexa. I do. Yeah. But, you know, actually, you know who my two favorite people are on the show? Who? Nancy and Colleen. <laughs> and who, I who want, we didn't like. And I want Nancy and Colleen to say, fuck you, Neanderthal men. We're going to go off and just be lesbian lovers and rule the world. I agree. I, uh, I think if... Zenib 2 wasn't around men. I think she would be the most fun and so 
The girls would love her. Ugh. The problem is mannered introduced. She is always thinking about how she is perceived, how her, her looks. <sighs> I and know. it's I, and it's it's a shame because it makes her she has to act like everyone's mom at the end of the day. Yeah. She's still kind of on say she's still kind of on track being the same person we thought. What's very interesting now that we're in episode 7, there's a lot of people that we thought were going to go this way that are not like Zenob still kind of on the same track. Yeah. Raven, interesting but still kind of on the same track. Yeah. Whereas I I still I still stand for a lot of what she's done though. But, Except for the ha- paying half the rent. <laughs> half the rent. But whereas Alexa and Brennan, still on the same page for the most part. But really, this flip of Colleen and Matt and Cole as yeah. well, and Bartice and Nancy. Yeah. Like, all of those people completely have changed from what I... Cause, and that's really what this show, you know, what we do in date... Well, when we meet people anyway, but especially when we're dating... We go off our own stereotypes of people that we right. formed, and we make snap decisions. And we do this because it helps us in a lot of ways in and life. Y'all, say, remember but- that this show is probably edited stricter and with an iron fist than any other sure. reality and show. We're possibly not even seeing the uh, reality of yeah. who these people are. We're getting to edit. But still, it makes us – it's still as a person watching this, you get invested, and you go, it makes you do things like, wait a minute. I was totally wrong in my judgment of that person. Yeah. And it makes you think about just your own way of how you relate to people. Eh, I'll be wrong again. I judge wow. Nancy. If someone else came up and acted like Nancy did in the first episode, I'd say the same thing. Wow. <laughs> doubles down at it. All right, let's jump in. But I love her now. We're going to talk I won't about I hear the- anything else against it. <laughs> We're going to talk about the, God, you are a fickle like a flame in the breeze. I have the prerogative to change my mind. Up, down, up, around. So we're going to talk about couples. Then we're going to talk about the meeting little party they had. And then we're going to talk about kind of the The meeting little party? (laughs) Yeah, the meeting little party. That sounds like a Sondheim song. Um, Meeting little party. (laughs) He's going to see me. They're going to see me. We're meeting just a little party. Little party, little party meeting. Is it a meeting or a party? (laughs) Meeting little party. Here she comes with her brand new husband. Uh oh. Whoosh goes the door. <laughs> Lord. Uh, that's only three people that are going to get that joke besides me, but I enjoyed it. So stupid. Um, let's... Oh, I've seen Into the Woods in New York and I'm excited. I am jealous of you. I wish you couldn't able to see it when. Julia Lester. I know it's not gonna be the original cast, but I've never seen the show, so I'm excited to see it. You've never seen? Never seen Into the Woods. Oh my god! I've only listened to the recording. I've never even, and I've never even watched the stage version with Bernadette Peters. How is it possible that I've done this show? I I think I've seen. Besides, I've music directed the show. Wait, I saw it when you music directed. Yeah, sorry, I saw it then. I forgot that. Somewhere with in the, the with valley, the opera so. stars with the opera. It wasn't people. great. Well, you were good, but the <laughs> cast wasn't. No, that's you, fair. The orchestra. That's sound, fair. You had an orchestra, and the I, orchestra sounded. good. I did it because we had a full orchestra. But you could tell there were definitely political decisions that were made in casting. There were, <laughs> and not true representations of who should be cast. There were, but you. I'm not just saying that to be nice. The orchestra sounded very lovely. They were great. That's the only reason I did the show. When the cello came in on No One and Do Alone, tears <gasps> went in my eyes. I will never, ever 
to do that show. I've I've music directed that show four other times besides that. It's the show I've done the most, I feel like. And I have never had a big ensemble like that, and I never will. No. It's just you'll and to hear eight violins come in on on uh, Giants in the Sky with you'll never hear that and it always made me well up every time they did it oh look at uh, you're gonna be and i think this is a slightly smaller orchestration i think Um, it is yeah but you'll get you'll get all the good stuff i got a good seat i'm excited i'm jealous fifth row dead center um i think who was was danae benton going into it by the time you'll see her i don't even know you don't know who that is do you no mm -mm. I'm not she was see in some... Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet. She was fantastic. I'm going to see something else when I'm there. Too, she was in the, like She's in The Golden Age. She's the black woman uh, uh, in The Golden Age. Oh, because yeah. they do a bunch of Broadway people. I'm excited. My first into the woods. Besides you're going the one to New that... York, though. You said you're going this fall. I am, but I'm, I, I, weirdly, I Is may not. Is it like not... your South Carolina trip? <laughs> I may not be able to see that because I, there's like four other things I want to see. And I've seen Into the Woods. The, things I, the things I want to see are like a strange loop. Um, which I think is closing very soon, so I have to go see that. I I, I, I need too. to go see it, Kimberly Akimbo, um, because a client of mine is in it, and it's a new musical, and it's not based on a movie, so I'm going to support them. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Um, and uh, I'm going to try to see the Wendell Pierce, uh, Sharon Clark, Death of a Salesman. Um. Mm. And those are the three things I knew I had to see. I might see that. I want to see. I have time. I was going to see the, a musical, and then I wanted to see a play. I just hadn't looked into what play I wanted to see yet. Uh, and Top Dog Underdog is playing right now. Boy, I like a Top Dog. <laughs> you know, and I'm usually the underdog. I, I have a feeling that play is going to disappoint <laughs> okay, you for what you think it's about. about. All right, no. you know what? We got distracted. <laughs> Only Sondheim could distract us from Love Is Where's Blind. Where's Timey? Lord, <laughs> give me Timey. Time. Oh, these headphones are hot. Y'all, we are uncontrolled because I'm so excited about the show. Poodle had a dicking that didn't take. We're both <laughs> out of sorts. You're getting us raw, raw and unfiltered. Okay. Creeb, creeb, creeb. I just, I just creeb. screamed creeb in my creeb. house. If y'all, if you're listening to our single life episode, so good. Uh, They're so good. The the fact that the people that the fa- they found an air and B with an abandoned crib, crib. Oh. to put in. <laughs> Some PA found that, and I bet <gasps> executive producer Rachel said that kid's going to be a producer one day. That kid goes. That crib goes in every shot. That kid goes in every every shot, Leo. Uh, and we still think it's the crib's going to be there when she goes to see yeah. Michael. I, I hope it's there in the tell-all, just sitting <laughs> by sitting by Sean Robinson. Crib, why are you here, <laughs> Natalie? Crib, I must tell my secrets to you. <laughs> Did you see a sissy put a horror film thing and it said creep <laughs> in red letters? <laughs> we should post that. Creep. Creep. The new horror Creep. Sorry, y'all. We got distracted. Oh, y'all. This let's, is. Let's, let's talk about Brennan and Alexa because we just ended with a kind of tell with, with her dad. Oof. You know, I'm still into I, him. I decided you were right. I did. I do like him a little bit more, especially when it brought the knives. That was when it. That was funny. That did it for me. But this is dangerous. You might want to process that. <laughs> we, did, we we can still buy those shirts, I, y'all. You might want to process. I will. That. I will say this. I think both Brennan 
and Colleen might have won the win over the parents. Yeah, uh, I think so. After competition. This episode. They, I yeah. feel like they did better than almost anybody first, had. Yeah, first part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Brandon basically says Nancy to, didn't do so good. No, but, but that's because that's Martise because threw, of him. Martise threw under the bus completely. I have a theory about that. And we're going to we're going to get too. into it. I mean, um, okay. Oh, God, it's going to be a long episode. That was absolutely malevolent. It was and terrible. I cannot believe it happened. It was terrible. But okay. I screamed. I love the juxtaposition we get later on. But we're, with Brennan and Alexa. But for right now, he's at the house. He's talking to dad. And that's where he said you would watch this earlier. I had not. But he said literally what I said that. She's not going to marry a chump. We're we're an affluent. We live an affluent life. Yeah. She expects to live the life that, you know, you can provide for her. And he said, and that's what I worry about. That is my worry. And dad said, and uh, if I see you fucking around, I'm going to speak up. I'll tell you. This was intense. However, Brennan handled it. He was not afraid of him. My socks are hot. Keep talking. I'm just taking off my socks. It's hot. Uh, Sure. (laughs) Okay. That was necessary. Um, he said, "I'm a hundred percent certain about hundred percent certain about being in love with your daughter. She's very soft souled." I, I loved that. I, I just he did good. He used good words to describe. They weren't general. They, you could actually tell that he's taken time to get to know her. Yeah, and you can put words to that. I really like him. I do too. He even talks about. He's my favorite of the guys. You know, it's slimmer pickings from the guys. I was going to say, I don't, know if, I don't know if I have any much to pick from. It's really for, it's really the... Gr- I guess it's Brennan and SK. Everybody else is kind of a douche. Um, Oddly enough, the more I get to know him, I don't think Cole is a douche. You I know, just think he he's com- a boy. He comes off of that way. He is very, he is extremely sensitive. I think he's he just, very sensitive. He yeah. just doesn't. He doesn't uh um doesn't expose he himself. He was told to not to feel feelings and let Jesus yeah. take care of them. Yeah. I think so. But Brennan does. He also talks about like you know I didn't grow up with heat. I didn't grow up with the air conditioning. So I work hard and I'm going to make sure that will never happen for us. And so Dad says, okay, well, if that and that's where he said. So I hear you're converting to Judaism, and I, which really y'all might not sound like a big deal to a lot of y'all, but being from that area. Someone in this part of the country that's going to convert to Judaism is a big fucking deal. Yeah, and I, I don't know how religious his family is, but they're not still. But still, there's this undercurrent of, especially where where we're from, that Jesus and the blood of Christ is the only way. Yeah, and so I, anyway, I, I, so the dad. That's when he brings out the circumcision. Circumcision. Is Brennan not circumcised? Do you think? I think that's a joke. But what do you think? What if he's got? What if he's got a turtleneck? I in in a, in America, most people um, do get circumcised. Yeah, but you never know. But who knows? You never know. Yeah, sneaky snake just comes n- out and bites We're not you. we're not advocating for one or the other. I am not wading into that. <laughs> no, we're not. Don't talk about it on the Facebook group. I don't want to know how common re- it is and where what it is common. I don't give a fuck. This is zip what, it. This is our stance on circumcision or uncircumcised. It's all a dick. It's we're gonna all a suck dick. it and fuck it. Sometimes you got to eat ice cream in a cone. Sometimes it's without. Sometimes you have it in a little bowl <laughs> with a spoon with a nice glaze. It's still ice cream. It's still ice cream, Dick. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, <laughs> that, that is the reality gay statement that's on a, that's circumcision versus non-circumcision. <laughs> that is our position. That's our position. We're very brave. <laughs> We're so brave. Uh, so let's talk about Matt and Colleen. Uh, Colleen. Colleen and Colleen. The Irish Colleen. Rose. Okay, so is, this is Matt's house, right? Is that what she said? Or is this Matt, yeah. Be- is this his mom I Becky's think this house? Is mom's house. Okay, it's a nice house. I thought... Yo, okay. what do you think about mom's Becky's hair? I, want, I wrote down <laughs> I want this wig. This wig looks so good on me because it's just bigger than it yeah. needs to be. It would look good on you too, but you need a smaller one. So you yeah. would need a shorter cut. It's very high, oh. but also it kind of perches on her head like the St. Louis arch. It does. It, y'all, yeah. longer in the front, shorter in the back. Yes. Because she doesn't like to get hot. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is that people are watching this that live in New York City and going, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? We, we saw that all the time growing and up. Like, we see it all the time. You can see it too if you go out to New Jersey. Yeah. You can see it Staten there. Island. Staten Island. Yeah. You'll see it. You'll see it. So they are, you know, they're just, they're just kind of North Texas country. They are. Yeah. It's and, very, yeah. Uh, and the, the, the family is just razzing the fuck out of Matt. Like, just another girl you brought home. Not really what you want to hear. <laughs> I know, but the, the, what this reminds me of is honestly it reminded th- this family reminds me the most of my family. Yeah, um, that's what they would do. Like your brother would raz you. Oh yeah, definitely. So they are basically uh, they're like, what? What is it about Matt that that attracted you to him? She's like, well, we were constantly laughing, and that's really. She talks about he made me feel good. He's a very special person. They talk about the little quote-unquote tiff they had, which I would not call a tiff. No, they I, almost broke it. She said, you know, we almost broke it off. I went, that's not a tiff. Even the way they described, I will say, he really scares me. Oh, I don't like him. After yeah. this episode, I think he's a he, I think he's really controlling. It's that and... It's that and... He is completely projecting everything he's happened with women on her onto her, and in a way that is um, where she her her responsibility in the relationship is going to always be to calm him down and apologize. Always, and that's a really really sad place to be in for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she says no. I really do, and I hope he gets some help for his past. The thing is, is, he has awareness on it. He knows that he's putting, he knows that he has issues with that, but yet he still does it. So, yeah, that's... He hid it, too. He hid it until we saw it. He did. He yeah. Did. We'll get into that, because yeah. it happens later. But I was just going to say, and maybe it's colored by that, but I don't think so, because I wrote it down before all that happened. I just wrote... Again, you really are. I'm going back to Nancy's brother. It's like everything you're saying seems bland and unspecific. It just seems yeah. you're with someone because they make you smile all the time. Well, Chelsea Handler makes me smile all the time. I, I don't want to marry her. I, I agree with you. I don't think a lot of people, um, this is going to go on to an old person rant about how no one's articulate anymore. Oh god. Um because no one really knows how to express themselves. Brennan could do it. 
Yeah, he could. Um, and I don't know what to, how to respond to you. I'm scared that you're just going to go off. But on I, it. I just well, it's because you're right. You have the right to do the rant. You were right. And also, everyone is soups cash about everything oh, no. these days. Um, it's true. It's true. And we use idioms because we don't want to think about actually. We don't want to think hard enough to to actually think of the words that we mean. To choose our words, so we use an idiom. They're like, we say, it's the clothes for me, or it's the wine for me, it's the blank for me, which is, in a way, is a way to be unhappy about everything going on with trying to sound funny. Yeah. Especially this, these people. Yeah. Zenob does it the worst. Zenob's got a lot of yeah. issues. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I... I just I but wonder I, I wonder if we saw Zenob in a show where she like a housewives kind of show where she was she wasn't having to deal with the opposite sex a lot and she was being there for her girlfriends. Oh yeah. I think she would be completely different. Yeah. And but I think if she was with another man who was different than Cole, I think she would be similar. Oh. I I yeah, yeah. and so but so but with Colleen and Matt that's so they're they're kind of chatting, and then Becky and Colleen, uh, they go into the house. They go off and talking there on the little bench talking. outside. No, they're talking inside in the kitchen. The bench outside is Alexa and Brad. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I misplaced it. Um, and so, and it, so, Becky, you know, she says, "Well, girlfriend, are you ready to be married?" And she's like, <laughs> and Colleen says, "Is anyone ready?" Which is, I. I disagree with that. Where someone says, "Is anyone ready?" and Becky says, "That's true." And I go, "I disagree." Yeah, I, I've, I think people are ready at a place where they're ready to get married. I will say, "Is anyone ready?" is a good thing to say after you've known them for fourteen days. Yeah, that yes. But I just feel like that's a cop out again to not have to fully express your feelings and also take full ownership of the decision. What what she does when she's talking to the mom is interesting. She she plays she basically says I I don't think I could fool you because I'm not that good of an actress. So she plays I'm not going to I couldn't do this because I can't do that. She plays the negative. Mm-hmm. So I and that kind of works for mom. Wait, worse. It's the first time because Becky then says, "Well, that's what we're worried." This is the first time they've commented of, "Are you just doing this for the cameras?" That, no one, that is true. No one has said this on Love Is Blind before, so I think it is smart for Colleen to bring up. The, I think that is the elephant yeah. in the room in all of these. And I, what's interesting is Colleen says, "I am because I could never hurt someone I love, and I love him, and I believe she does." Unfortunately, I do believe she does love him. Ugh. Um, and Becky says, I don't believe it's pr- fake. And she says, I just hope she doesn't break his heart. And she said, but honestly, I also worry. I hope he doesn't break hers. I Which think she knows her son. Listen to families because Raven are friends. Because Raven, y'all, friends and family, they will tell you who <laughs> someone is. Raven's friends told us everything they we told needed us to know. Everything we need to know about Raven. The friends are basically saying, you they're like, SK, she is high maintenance. Yeah, she's and, high maintenance. She's never been in a relationship for you. She's going to destroy you. They had more of a problem with him. They did. Yeah. But they did cap it off with, he's going to be heartbroken. But anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about Cole. We get a little bit of Cole and Zeneb. Um They're at his place. This boy, they really did a great juxtaposition of them for this because we get this great conversation yeah. where Cole is really humanized and really deepened. 
And honestly, I feel like we we finally see an emotionally vulnerable Cole. I agree. And let me tell you this. This is her strength of comforting and being the mom. Taker. She's a caretaker. And uh, this is her strength. This is what this is when she really does well in relationships. Yeah. He doesn't need that all the time. In fact, he's going to push that away. And I think what 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 attracted to her in what attracted her to him in the pods is that moment of that that kind of um, the contrast of him being really really fun loving and super vulnerable sometimes. Mm-hmm. She she got that and thought we've said this before. This works for me on paper, but uh, this is where she excels in moments like this. Mm-hmm. And it was sweet because y'all, they're, they're, his apartment is gross like we always think it would be. And and this he she gets he gets this like time capsule from when he was a kid that his parents gave him. It's got dirt from the backyard and baby pictures. And he says, "I know they love me, but I wish they would just give us a chance because they they didn't get to meet you, and it really upsets me." And I, he, you can tell y'all he's just so frustrated. And part of him, even though he's saying, I know they love me, part of him, this is making him question whether his parents love him at all. No, you can it, tell. It is. Because he, he even says, I don't even care if they want to be on, on camera. camera. Yeah. He just wants his parents to meet her full stop. Right. And he said, they said no. And instead he said, I'm getting all these Christian, all these Bible, Bible verses. verses that are being sent it's to pathetic. me. pathetic. They're not responding to me. And it's this whole idea of just biblical shame, Christian. Sh- so we're not going to respond to him, but we, I, I, such a trigger for me to shame people with with Bible. Ver- oh, and it's it's interesting that people think that's going to. And they think it's love. Yeah, they think they're sending one someone love by using quote the word of God to tell someone they're wrong. Because Fuck a Bible off. verse has no empathy in it, y'all. Yeah, zero, zero. Sending someone a Bible verse says you're wrong. Maybe you could learn from this. Yeah, and this now, like, say somebody's going through, and you send a verse, you know that will support them and comfort them. That's yeah. a totally different thing. That's not this, what this is. This is just saying you're wrong. We're shaming you. Yeah, shame. Might as well get that bell and put Cersei out there naked. Shame. 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 Remember you where you were when you saw that? God. Yes. That was, oof. Good episode. Anyway, but yes. And then she got that woman back. She did. And so Cole says, I hate to say it's pathetic, but it is pathetic. And she, you know, she says, I hope they hear you out. She said, you know, um, and then Cole says. She says she still has hope that they can meet meet with them. And Cole says something. Again, we were wrong about this. We talked about this, I think, last episode. We said, if his family isn't blessed, I don't know if he's going to do it. And Cole said, I used to think I need my family's blessing, but. I good for him. I'm a grown man, and I have a conviction of my own. And y'all, once once Baptist people start talking about, once they start throwing the word convinc- conviction, that means they're going to do it. He said it was a deal breaker before, and she he kind of grabs uh, she grabs his hand, and I'm like, okay, they're fine now. I went, wow, they're going to be so much better. <laughs> Speaking of someone who's going to be better, golly. Um, and now time for the forum on reproductive rights. I mean, Nancy and Bartise meet his family. <laughs> Boy, you never thought this would be an issue. But no, if you, you don't bring this up in the first time you meet your family. 
well, your girlfriend's fa- or your girlfriend meets your if family. You want to sabotage your relationship so you can get Isn't out it of it. Isn't it a perfect way? So you don't look like the bad guy. No, I, that's your theory. That was my theory yeah, too. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. This was He's like finally I done will, with such flagrancy. Oh, mm. I will. I will. I got it before, and I told you, it was, and I still. And maybe you got because you said he's so you worry about him putting his clothes on. I think maybe you're seeing because I said all along I said I feel like he's just stupid, and you keep talking about his arrogance. I still think he's arrogant, I, but I feel like you saw in this episode how stupid he is, and but I saw in this episode how arrogant he is. Yeah. it's like we saw we. I was able to connect the dots more. Also, on that. it's extremely self-involved. Um, when and- I saw the arrogance, not here. But later on when he has the pissing contest when oh, she's yeah. talking to uh, Andrew. Andrew. It was terrible. Terrible. <sighs> I had you – know, the interesting thing is I bet he had no idea he would come on this show and be hated. Well – I just don't think he and, did. You know, and I should have known he was a piece of shit because I was attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my record. <laughs> See y'all. Amalia – uh, Penny and Robert. Uh, She's gorgeous. The, the, the sister is gorgeous. She is beautiful. Uh, do you notice he looks like his mom? He does. In the face. <laughs> He's like a Jamal. Yes. Um, and he uh, he's there. He's like, I just got to tell you, I've grown as a man. And his like used car salesman voice. And they're all like, oh yeah, and I can tell. You can tell all of his family is talking so loudly. Also, you can tell he is mommy's special boy. You can tell he's he a mama's is boy. Every, he is the star of his family. He is. They love everything he does. Yeah. You can Oof. tell. So, uh, he, Barty says, which I uh, maybe agree with this, and that he says, I have, which I'm glad he, he says, I have problems with my emotions, and she's helped with that. Okay. Yeah. Great. I can see that. Um, and then. They, you know, the sister even brings up, kind of says, yeah, well, I knew that you were popular. There were other pr- proposals and things like that, and they kind of laugh about it. But Amalia asks, we lay, hear this later from Rhonda, uh, with Brennan's mom. I think this is a good question when people ask, like, what would your life look like in five years? And I thought, okay, great. This is going to, like, a good meeting to the minds. And she t- she's interested in it. So first she did nursing. Now she's doing realty, but she's also interested in doing speech pathology. Yeah, that's what, she, what she's doing now. She studied. I I don't know if she actually ever did nursing. I think she She was a speech pathologist before, and that that was why she had worked with Uh, Down syndrome and people and children who are fragile. I wonder if she went to North Texas. They have a good program. I know. I took classes there. That was such hard classes. It's a very. I wasn't allowed to audit either. I told you that story, right? You weren't allowed to audit. No. Such hard classes. They told me I had to take the courses. The, The professor said, no one audits my course. I don't, you know, I have to say, if I was a professor, I don't think I'd want someone to audit either. Yeah. You're not going to try. I don't want people in my class that aren't involved. I think it was, I just wanted to be there to learn because I was a fucking music person. And I wanted to learn more about speech pathology and how to incorporate it more into my coaching. You learned more because you had to take a test. I did, and it was very hard because uh, I didn't have all the prereqs that oh, a lot of them yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had to catch up. up on that. That's why I know so much about... Uh, Diction and phonemonology and things like that because I had to learn it all. But then you did better than some of the people that were in the program and you let them know about it. Uh, I, 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 I got a B in the course. 
Oh, that's great. Um, and I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> Still haunts you to this day, does it? Should have been. I. It, it all came from a paper. Y'all, he completely is shut down right now. You could tell it this all just came took from a paper. She. She didn't. The teacher did not like that I wasn't coming from a scientific perspective as she wanted me to. And I'm like, that's because I'm not a scientist. <sighs> she did say, you're really good, though, for not coming in, not being in the, in the field. I was like, couldn't you have given me a little perspective? Anyway, I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm not going to re, I'm not going to uh, uh, bring this sure up again. you don't remember her name at all. <laughs> I do, but I will not say it. Beth Flanagan. <laughs> she was she was a good teacher. She just was merciless with me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last for Forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Kids can go on. Let's move on. Um, I'm still not, I'm still a little mad. So, so he, and then she basically says, my goal in five years is I'm debt free. I'm working on my real estate. Uh, He's like, yeah, and I, and you know, speech I like to have fun, but yeah, I'm going to work on that. But, you know, our real thing is just working on. And he's like, but abortion. Then like, then like, she's, then he's like, so then we had kind of a problem. Like he brought up, she brought up like disabled kids and wanting to have an abortion. And I wrote up, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, first of all, it is none of her family's business. It's none of her fucking family's what, business. What? His family, I should say. He has some opinion because that is potentially her husband and but yeah it's none of their fucking business this should not be talked about at a family dinner and especially the first time you meet someone best case scenario for him this was to show her his family was on his side yes at the worst case this was make to make it easier to break up with her and throw her under the bus and to make his family have second thoughts about her and yeah. it was terrible it was terrible he should be ashamed of himself 100 percent. 100 percent. i i still can't believe it was horrible it was brought up in that way he weaponized that discussion that she patiently had with him and that she patiently brought up and put her on the firing range and don't even get me started about like i know i don't know their life but don't get me started about a woman of color throwing shade to another woman of color about abortion when women's reproductive rights affects communities of color way more disproportionately like that's not even a whole so i just wanted to tell that whole family sit down shut up I don't want to hear you. Nancy, be your own woman. Exactly. I love you. I would interview her. She won't talk to us. I think she would. Eh, would I'd interview her. I'd interview Alexa and Brennan. 
Who else? I would love to talk to Colleen. Love to. Yeah. Love to. I think Cole would be a fun interview. Yeah. I don't know if Zeneb would get it. I don't think she'd play. I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't think Raven would play, actually. I no, think not at all. Not at all. Very boring. No, same with SK. Boring interview. Yeah, be boring yeah. interview. Andrew would be great. I think Matt would just shout the whole time. Listen here! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so after so. Bartizzi's like, well, oops, I didn't get my sister's approval. That would have been nice. I don't know really why, but... And what's interesting is uh, Nancy basically says the topic of, abor- of abortion really, uh, really really matters to me and I was hoping they would understand again I still don't know why this was discussed at the first meeting unless it is to create some kind of inflammatory relationship between her and his family I I just don't know that I will say though to his family's credit and even the sister I should say that she threw shade it really none of the dad said you seem like a great person. I really yeah. like you. The mom, we don't, she didn't say, she didn't sign off on her blessing. But the family, Bartice was, but the family really wasn't saying, I can't believe you have believed that. Yeah. Like, even Amalia, she said, that makes me emotional to talk about. And that's her right to have that. Mm. But I want to say that, at least from the editing, from that we get, Bartice makes the jump of, well, my sister and family didn't really approve. And I didn't get and, that. And, and no, your dad fucking approved of her. No, this was magical thinking that he's rewriting in his brain. He's like, I'm really questioning the way my family feels about Nancy. And which fuck we, you. Which we see that at the end. We or we see that afterwards. Like now, things are weird because oh, suddenly he doesn't have physical attraction for her anymore. Oh, where'd that come from? Oh, not all you know, along, and you never were you know physically why? attracted to her. He told her. He told her that happens with him. He, he did. Y'all, he did he say that. gave I wrote that everything away. He gave everything away from like that the first you, night stupid. in Malibu. He's stupid. He told her everything. Uh, my friend and I text about this show and she calls him Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal. Is that he is kind of the villain of the season, but he's not. He's not this. He's not a Jessica. He's not a... Uh, uh, I, I long for a Jessica. He's, he's not a Shayna. He's not a Shayna. He's not smart enough to be con- conniving. Yeah. And he really is kind of so reactive in the moment, but his instincts are so, oh, me, man, me, want yeah. woman. It's so... In Neanderthal, that's how he acts. Yeah, with the... Like with the but uh, with enough of a fuckboy... Um, track record he's to pretty. know to know how to deal with women in certain ways yeah. uh he was not right for this show this was uh i can't believe he went on this show to find love i just don't believe it i think he's perfect for the show and that as far as the reality tv because uh he's not right for him as a person that's for what i else. mean yeah but he is perfect because he is y'all some of the best reality stars are people that have confidence and no self-awareness True, true. And that's him. Um, let's talk about Raven and SK. We're meeting her friends, Aaliyah and Macola. Well, I just want to talk about or McColl, sorry. Because I talk about that after. He's saying the physical. Nancy, it was heart-wrenching to watch Nan- Nancy just sob at that table and say, <sighs> he used to give me like 10 forehead kisses oh, a that's day. Oh, not, that's not. Oh, we're doing. That's before. They did that before they met. He talked about the physical attraction thing before the party. 
Because remember, at the party, then she talks to Andrew about it. No, this is things have definitely. Oh, were we doing couples? I'm sorry. We're, we're doing, doing the couples before the party. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then they met at the party. I am because sorry. that's important to talk about because yes. then oh, at I was the party. I, I was oh, you're right because I was I see I I was doing it just on on the the way my notes went. But you're right. Oh, no, that's we, fine. we agreed that. Um, Nancy and Bartice, where is it? Where is it? Um, Y'all clearly is... we prepare. <laughs> I'm not making fun of him. I'm making fun of both of us. Uh, no. I, I know. But oh, so, does this? Hey, did you plug in the thing? Will you plug in the thing? The recording's about to die. We're really professionals here. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> it's fine. We could okay. have just stopped recording. Oh my god! Not this show. <laughs> so y'all, we're back on track. Let's, let's go. So the, she basically says. Things haven't been going well. No. Um, and, or Bartise says, things haven't been going well. He's like, this diminished, we have a good emotional connection, but the physical, the physical attraction, like I told her it would. It just keeps popping up. I keep trying to fight it, but it just. Oh, how brave you are. What a brave victim you are. That's what that's what the whole thing is. He's very much. Yeah. Again, he's doing a masterful job of like he y'all, he's trying to think about and I think he's thought about this since he saw her. How do I stay on this show and how do I get out of this without looking like a bad guy? Yep. But he's not smart enough to do it. Doing it terribly. Raven on the other hand is doing it quite well. She's a master. (laughs) She's a master. So y'all, Nancy basically says something's been off. She's crying. Um and then she's talking about the forehead kisses that you brought when up. They, when when she talked about, it, she's like, "Can I have a hug?" And he said, jokingly, "Why are you being so needy?" Remember wow. though, in the beginning, when he's like, "Can I have a kiss? Can I have a kiss? Yeah, can I have a kiss? How about a kiss?" He was trying. He was just trying to like fake it, maybe thinking yeah. he would make it. But I think he knew. It's interesting. I think this might be. I think a lot of. People in the past have been more veiled about either the, the, the it's been more subtle. I think this guy has just been the the dumbest display of I, of what I, he like. Has I said, done. I think he's so stupid. Yeah, um, he just no awareness at all. No awareness, even more than that. And I wrote, y'all, we don't want to be right. No, this is the only time we've actually. Well, again, I was super attracted to him, and yeah. I think we liked him the first episode. But we kind of knew this from when they saw each other. We I thought all he was, saw this going. I thought this he way. was too slick in the first first or second two episodes, but I kind of liked him still. Would you still Would you still let him sleep with you? Uh, without question. Same, same. I would. But I Just would. For the curiosity. I would hate fuck him, and you know Matt would choke you in a second. I'm a little afraid of him now. I'm a too. We would need a safe word, and I would need like he would. I would need a taser to have sex okay, with. Okay, I didn't need to ask that or know that. Let's move on. Jesus, <laughs> cattle prod or something. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to get through. Now we can talk about SK and Raven. Uh, I think. Do you have anything else about them? Oh, we didn't do Alexa and Brennan. Did we skip? Boy, we're really prepared. We can talk about Alexa and Brennan next. Go ahead. They're at the farm. Okay. With cows. The juxtaposition, though, of her life versus his. And this is beautiful where they are. Yeah. This is 
There are parts of I bet this is like north it, going into East Texas. I was going to say this looks closer to East Texas. Yeah, where it starts to be the hill yeah. country. And so um we see me the stepdad Tony, Rhonda and her stepbrother Hayden. Had cowboy hat and all. And Lakayam and they go, "How do I say Lakayam? Lakum? Lakum? Um it's gorgeous and they're walking around and and it's just it's so funny cuz Brennan's like, "Well, she's allergic to chickens. She can't see the chickens." Yeah. But she's looking at the farm and elect. He loves her so much. But Ugh. she loves. They both are so seem so gracious to one another. Yeah. And I love that. Um, it really gets down when they y'all it looks like out of a movie. Rhonda and Alexa sit down on her granny's bench yes. in the middle of this under this fucking gorgeous oak tree. And it's she made, says, "It's made me homesick." A you know, bit. Alexa, when when me and Tony went out for our first date, he did not kiss me. Um, how would it, how does it make you feel when you kiss him? She's like, I see forever. Good answer. She said, I see forever in him. She said, I saw peace. And again, Rhonda asked, what are your five year goals? Yeah. And Alexa talked about kids. She wants them, she wants them to have kids. That's the big thing that she wants to do. And Rhonda said, well, that's all good. Let me just say something. (laughs) This was Crazy unexpected. By the way, I just want to let you know, right before uh, Brennan left, his dad was in the hospital, you know, for six days. And Brennan couldn't even come because he was so scared to see his father. He runs, honey. He runs, he honey. Runs. Love. His he love avoids. is deeper. It's so deep. But he gets scared. <laughs> this is exactly the way my aunt. The whole thing, the way she talked, the way it looked reminded me. The whole thing made me a little homesick, even though I was just It there. also tells you. You understand a little bit of the dysfunction where he came from. Yeah. That if your mom is going to, I guess she thinks she's leveling with him, leveling with her. There's something there. There is this thing, though, that like, I don't know if my mom would do this. I feel like my answer, it's like, you can't help but be like, if somebody's got something, they want you to know all the good and all the bad about a person. It's like they share too much. I believe that's a different way of saying in that he runs. No, I agree. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like, she, cause you for can't someone like Alexa. Oh yeah. That's the one thing you don't want to hear. That he runs when things get hard. Yeah. Oh, I, I just thought of if, if, of all the things that her, his mother could have said. That, oh, this is the that's worst. That's the thing. worst. Yeah, it's the worst. Fade out on a beautiful shot of under an oak tree. He runs, honey, because he's scared. Because <laughs> he's scared. Now let's talk about Raven and SK meeting the friends Aaliyah and McCole. I do love that we're meeting family of choice and yeah. not always families, especially I'm being queer. I'm surprised we didn't meet Cole's friends. It is weird, like, if Cole, if we're not going to meet his family, why don't we meet someone? Yeah. But they're even drinking buddies. They're or something. all probably, Cole probably knows better than to introduce Zena <laughs> to any of his just That's frat true. bro friends. Awful. I bet his friends are hot. Yeah. I bet they are too. Hot. And it had to be all male because if he met, if she met any of his female friends, watch she out. She would have a fucking <laughs> conniption. So how long have you known her? Now, when? When? All right. Are you attracted to any of them? So, what a, rate me compared to them? Yes. <laughs> so there, she didn't need to be on this show she, either. No, she did not. Yeah, she did not. 
she I actually think she thought this show would be good for her. I think Bartise just wanted to be famous. Me too. But I think Cole wanted to be an influencer. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. For sure I think Cole wants to be an influencer. But it seems I do believe Cole cares for her. Yeah, I do maybe too. Maybe he just sells, but I maybe think, he's just that good of a but salesman. I think he is a good salesman. Yeah, and a good actor. Uh, okay, Raven and Netscape. So yeah, so they're, what are their friends' names again? I Aaliyah know. and McCole. McCole. And so McCole is brutal. Um, <laughs> I think both of them have kind of come there to take whoever it is down a notch. Because even their friend. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so SK's talked to them and he said, like, what do you love? And they said, well, we love, she said, she loved that I was deep and not just surface level. And then they say, well, I thought you were going to be taller and athletic. Um, yeah. I also love that they are, uh, that they're showing that, you know, I think a lot of people who aren't super educated in any DER diversity would think, What's the deal? He's black. She's black. They're fine. Yeah. You wouldn't know. And honestly, I was more that way till I moved to a big city and Very learned about more different people. different Nigerian culture. Not, and they, we didn't talk about this, but we again, we know from 90 Day, it's a big deal in Nigerian culture not to marry someone who is not... I mean, right. this is what... I don't think it's the only reason why Usman's mom is uh, rejecting Kimberly. No. I think it's a big difference between... There are a lot of uh, uh, even people who come from Africa saying... I identify as African, not black. Yes. Not not, not with African Americans. Yes. Yeah. I identify as African and yeah. Exactly. Very and different. So, so there's not as and, and much nor does nor does Nigeria represent yeah. all of African exactly. cultures. It's so it's so I love that they're talking about this and, and the friends are honestly surprised and Raven is, you know, she said, I was nervous. She's like, I, I didn't know this either. She, I, she said, I didn't know there were Nigerian grocery stores. Like she said, and I grew up half, and her friend said, well, you're half white and half black. It's so different. And Raven, she said, Raven said, I grew up in a I was raised in white culture white too. Culture. So, and she said, my family has cultural and political ramifications right. that are very different that I worry about. I was like, this is a great conversation to have. Yeah. I thought, this is going well. Then he's like, <laughs> so I'm going to grad school, California. And they're like, Whoa. there, you're leaving? And he's like, well, it's only going to be two years, and I'm leaving two months after we get married. You're robbing my friend of her fairy tale. And I went, whoa. Raven, Raven doesn't see this as a fairy tale. She's not going to see anything as a fairy tale. Uh, yeah. Raven has chosen friends who definitely they are her family because these are people who uh, who valiantly defend her. And she's had friends since childhood. Yeah. And she basically says, uh, he says, well, I'm pretty se- secure and financially stable. I'm in a pretty secure financial state. And and I keep saying, are you? I, I can't imagine. I mean, maybe he's got a full ride. Maybe he's got some savings. I'm sure he, I look at SK the way he the way he talks about everything in life. Yeah. this man has savings. I, I I understand that. I'm I think I'm worried. But about... But he does talk about di- downsizing right. for school. You know, you got full rides as a grad student. I they, did. They give you a full ride to school, but you like basically are still fucking eating ramen going through. You grad are. School. Yeah, you have to find another way to make money. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find. That's why I was always, always accompanying and doing all these little other jobs. Yeah, you have to. Um, they give you a little. The mine, thank thankfully, gave me a stipend. Like they paid for school, um, and gave me a stipend. 
So I was able to do that. But you got to teach too. On top of it, you were oh a TA. yeah, oh yeah. So it's not like you yeah, which takes no. your time, so you can't work doing something exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. no. I was I went to school at. I would be at school by eight thirty or nine, unless I had a teaching eight o'clock class. God forbid. It was always keyboard class, piano class, piano too. Ugh. Um, but and then I would leave usually around uh, if I didn't have opera rehearsal or something like that. I would leave around six thirty or seven. Yeah. So yeah, it was like a was ten a twelve day. hour day. When else yeah. could you work? Yeah. You barely had time for fucking. You know, I made time. <laughs> When you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. <laughs> it's my father told me. When you love and who I you have do. gay sex. <laughs> he, he would say, well, friend, that makes my stomach turn, but I guess I'm happy <laughs> for you. Good for you, friend. Um, so they basically say, and they're, they're talking, they're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Because with the trap, what, uh, I think McCole says, I don't think this is going to work with all this traveling. And then she basically, the friend's is like, Nope, we don't think this is going to work. No, and uh, Leah says, what are three important goals for you? Again, a good question. He said, settle down, start a family, but the grad school thing is what kicks them out. And so Leah said, but this, again, is something that she said, and I went, there she is. She said, "As long these are childhood friends. Yeah. As long as I've known her, and I wrote this down exact, as long as I've known her, she hasn't never been in a committed relationship. Yep. She, he's going to get his heart broken. Yeah. There you go, y'all. He is. The fact that this person wants to be on a television show to get married and you've never been in a long-term committed relationship. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy to say that. I agree. I wonder how long Bartice's longest relationship was. I'm sure it is not long either. Yeah. Because like Cole is young, but Cole was married. Yeah. And divorced. So emotional maturity in some ways in relationship Coles, I think, is higher than Ravens and Bartises. I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the group meet meat party yeah, group? I hope that meat party group. I hope that Raven and Bartise don't get together after the show just to I, be Instagram. No, I could won't. see them doing it just to be Instagram famous. I don't think she she thinks he's beneath her. Oh, she does. He's not rich enough. That's no truth. And I think that's why she dates older. Yeah. Um, she would date Alexa's dad. Yes, that's that's Raven's type. That's the new couple. That is the new couple. Um. Oh yeah, that would move out that stepmom. Oh yeah. Can you see Alexa calling Raven, mommy? Lachaim, <laughs> Lachaim. <laughs> All right. Uh. So the group together time. again. They basically first they split up in girls and guys. And uh, Z is talking to the girls. She was like, Malibu was hard. And and it's funny. Z didn't talk about what's going on now in the relationship. She literally jumped to their worst moment and is re- and is just rehashing it. It's interesting. I think it's because she I know it was saw, only a week ago. I think ago. it's because she saw Colleen and it brought up everything. And it brought up all of her. She all, said that. She all said, of, well, I'm back in it. All of her inadequacies. Um, that she has about the way she looks, which is that is that is her, um, and everything that that is about her situation, not really about their situation. Yeah. And what's happening? You know, he's, she's when she sees Colleen again, she can't get over that, uh, and so she goes and talks to Matt about the pool party thing, 
and and gets to wants to find out exactly what was said. And he basically tells her that Colleen said, well, in the real world, what happens, happens. And she's like, wait. Yeah, because Colleen made her feel kind of better about it. And she, right. Because Colleen, Colleen, we should say, Colleen said before, I'm interested, well, Colleen said before, she said, you know, he came up to me. It was a little awkward for me. And Zenob even said, I feel like you played it right. She yeah. said that to Colleen. You played it right because Colleen said, I told Matt about it. He blew up about it. We we broke up. But really, it was just, remember, y'all, they broke up. It wasn't a tiff. Yeah. He they literally broke yeah. up with her. So anyway, I just want to say before she talked, she was in this place where she said, okay, I feel like, but she's interesting. She's not, she is not trying to come for Colleen about any of this. No. She's literally just trying to come for Matt. Uh, or I've come for Cole. And so that's where she's talking to Matt. And she's a, that's, he said that to her. And she starts saying, this has been such a hit on my self-esteem. And what's interesting is she's not, to me, it's not that she's trying to figure something out. What she's trying to figure out is how to put the blame all on Cole. All on, pl- all on yeah. Cole. Yeah. And. Because I still stand by what I said, even though he's shown himself to be a lot better. Do I think he was flirting at that pool party? Yes. Yeah. I do think he was flirting with her. Um, but it's like, I, I understand it might be hard to, to get through, but if we've, if we've talked about it enough, I don't know what this does. Like trying to find a way to still make a case against him for it instead of talking it out and why it happened and how, it, how both people feel about it. Yeah, I think that Zeneb is, you know, there's, I'm, I can't be in a relationship with someone when we talk about something and if we talk it out and then if the same thing comes back up again, it makes me feel like they're using that instance or whatever to punish punish you. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's what's happening. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And and actually, I think it's a form of self-sabotage because then it feels so shitty and unlovable Yeah, that if I keep bringing – because guess what's going to happen? And it already starts to happen. 
Cole starts to get sick of it. Because yep. he's like, how many more times can and I he's say, gonna reject her. I love you, I defend you. Yeah. How many more times? And she's gonna she's gonna he's gonna reject her. And she's like, Well, I found another one who's just a dog. All along I told you. Pig. I told myself I knew it. So the the other other Because when Matt talks to Cole, right. they had a good conversation of it, and Matt and Cole, Matt we fought, Matt kind of said, Okay, great. You clear things up for me. I finally get that yeah. this was not what I was making it. Isn't it interesting? But it's how shitty how to get that from a man. And I couldn't know a woman. I know. That's what I was going to say. Isn't it interesting how it settled in two to three minutes with, with Cole? A man. But with the but with the with the woman, you can't trust him. Drawn out to a whole night. I'm being played, y'all. It's hard for people to be better than their raisin. True. I was going to try to say, with, with a man, it's easy. With a woman, it's just harder. It's just harder, yeah. <laughs> They're complicated. <laughs> They're emotional creatures. Uh, so, uh, y'all, Andrew shows up because, of course, he does. He does. Um, he looks good. I'll give him that. He does look he's good. He's still hot. I would still he's do it. Still a, he's still no. I I would. He not. could he could fuck me down, and then as he's pummeling, I could say one second I'd put out some fake tears <laughs> and just try to say, "Yeah, I love you." I I think it it, it <laughs> the pre fucking talk I could not handle. I would make him not be able to talk. I would. I'd gag him. I would have to get some into S and Mers, and I bet you he would get into that. Oh yeah. Anyway, he's he's like, can I steal you, Nancy? Uh-oh, what's happened with Timey? Oh no, Timey's getting possessed. No! <laughs> I think we're running out of battery, y'all. It's just flashing at us like it's possessed. So he's like, Andrew's like, have you thought about us at all? And he's like, I loved you, goddammit. Uh, no, you, no didn't. you didn't. Um, and and then he's like, Do by you the have way, any- there's Valerie and Kim. We don't know who the fuck I don't know they who the are, fuck but they, they are. show up. And they were in the pod. Did you have any regrets? She's like, no. And uh, and she's like, everyone's saying Andrew's so smart. It was like, she, and I'm like, is he? And I'm like, good for you, Shane, that fucker. Uh, <laughs> yes, because I and I love that she said, like, yeah, I don't regret saying no to you at all. And yeah. he goes, oh, okay. But then she's like, it's, she, it's interesting. She's like, I guess. Seeing as how I, how I could talk to you, she's like, why don't I talk to you about Barty? Why don't I talk to you? Oh, this, Nancy. I will say, I don't, maybe she was just in distress that she couldn't talk with us about anybody. Well, producers told her to. It, this this, felt this like, feels initiated. Why would she talk to Andrew about this? Yeah, it feels initiated, producer initiated. So she went, uh, we vibe off each other emotionally, but his, 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 his physical feelings are fading for me. And he basically told us, told me I wasn't his type. He wants a tall, blonde fitness model. And he's like, well, that's not good. And and she's like, it just sucks because the person I love doesn't love me as much as I love him. And that's that was on the trailer that we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she's like, it's fine. It's fine. Andrew's, Andrew's like, it's not fine, but it'll be okay. If you ever need anything, I'm here. Oh, you are not. And, and then Barty's like, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? Everything fine? What the fuck's everybody doing? Huh? It's such this dick slinging, let yeah. me piss. And he's like, everything's great, right? And I went, why? Should I be worried? <laughs> so you're not attracted to her. You don't want to be with her. You want to throw her under the bus in front of your family. But man, 
with there's she another better not guy. want another guy that takes his woman because that'll make you look like a little wimpy man. Yeah, it's oh, boy. this is so transparent that, oh, that was going God. on here. Uh, and he basically should I be worried? Just we're he's, they're, they're, we're just talking, and uh, he's like, just figure out whatever the fuck you want to talk about. So like, I'll be over here. It was actually I thought very aggressive. Oh, it was. Yeah. And y'all, we and kind of scary. We go back, and Cole is like, "Z's off somewhere crying," and so I'm going to go talk to Matt. Um, yeah, then we. And sorry, I the, jumped ahead, but yeah, that's but what, that's the Matt Cole conversation, which Matt very calmly, with his not the way he handled with Colleen. Um, yes, and and then but then Matt goes and talks to Colleen, right? And he said, uh, he's like. That conversation, even though he were, he's like, that conversation still messes with me a little bit. Right. And um, and it's it's insane that Colleen's he, face. Oh, it broke my heart when she just said, I are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? She's like, I just poured my heart and soul out to you yesterday. And I feel and you're going to do this to me now. I felt so bad for I her. I felt so bad for her. We do get a little bit of Alexa talking to Bartice, y'all. And she basically says, yeah, sex was kind of okay the first time we did it. And by the third time, I said, no, I want you to throw me around. She's like, and now we fuck basically several times every day. Alexa, welcome to the poodle side. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they got to throw me around a little bit. I got to be on. Sometimes you have to be honest. With what you want. I think you always need to be honest about what you want, especially in the bedroom. I agree. But I will say one to two it's weeks. Hard. One to two weeks is a little early. No, I super brave for Alexa to just say, yeah, hey, throw me around a little bit. Because I think that early is we would need a little time. Which also, though, makes me worried a little bit in that not to be too gendered. But there is something about, I mean, for any, for any gender, but it's what, when a guy is like really just sexually into a woman and a woman kind of shows them a whole new world, they're kind of in love with them a lot at first. Yeah. So that worries me about his feelings of admiration for Alexa. I hope that doesn't fade. I don't think so. Right. But I don't trust anything. So, uh, oh God. Cole and Zeneb, uh, he, she just comes to him and says, so I know what you said to Colleen in my She's further pissed. prosecution of you. And, my, and he's like, I have zero, zero feelings for Colleen. And she's, she basically, he she is says, talking. I don't care. She's not listening to him at all. She's already made up her mind. Yeah. Already made up her mind that I'm going to punish him. And Cole's going, what? It's like we're back in, uh, in Malibu. Malibu. And she's like, and he's like, I've just been honest with you. And she's like, yeah, the honesty has really helped me. So... He was he dumb to be that honest with her? Yes, yeah. but like you said, she said there's no rate me compared to other women. Also, there's no way it's total projection. You can't there's there's no way you will it's not that you're trying to win. There's no way you can make her see things differently. She no. has decided she's how decided. she's going to see them. And it doesn't matter what you do, she will neg you until you either reject her or that that's it. She will neg you until you reject reject her and she's like, well, I was right. Yeah, because to me, calling or Zenob also, she fights mean, y'all. Because like when he said, 
He's like basically saying, in it, he said, we've done this over and over and I keep thought, I thought we were past it. I told you that you were the one for me and that I love you. You're the one I want to be with. And she said, I love that whole display. And when she said that, I went, wow, it, that's really dehumanizing. And what, he, what she's doing is using sarcasm and disdain when he is trying, even if she thinks he's not, give him the benefit of the doubt here. Give yeah. him the benefit of the doubt if he's trying to or be honest. Listen to him. And she says, Don't use sarcasm. And she just said, You know, I'm just listening. She's like, I'm on team Matt. And he said, Well, now you're the bad guy. And he said, Well, then go marry Matt. It's interesting how, remember, these people have only seen each other for like two weeks. Yeah. That, this, this happens in a, in a relationship a couple years or a couple months down the road. Say like six months. From yeah. Months but like, but the pods do fast they're forward. They're already here. The experiment does fast forward. The experiment. Um, oddly enough, Raven and SK, 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 Raven and SK. SK have no problems except for she says, "Don't pet me like a cat." <laughs> that's basically it. Um, uh, do, so and that's and that's where we again we talked all over it, but um. That's where Matt and Cole have the conversation. Yeah. And he, Cole does they say, get it all solved. They get it all solved. And Cole does say, I, I'm glad we're bringing this, because Cole does say, I initiated it. Colleen was nice about it and let me down, right. basically. And that was like, Matt was like, I can trust you, friend. I trust you. Right. And they shake hands. And then, uh, and then that's kind of like I wrote, Matt said, where are y'all? And Cole said, well, we were struggling. We were doing really good. And now she's telling me she's teams Matt. And Cole said, did what I say was so wrong? And I just wrote, I hate men. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this, I, aside from Brennan and SK, who we really don't know all that much, I hate men. Because I feel sorry for Cole, but he was a shit. Yeah. I hate men. No, I just, I, I, I wish we could go back in time and see what Zena would like be like with the other four men. It would be really interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, I, I agree with you though. I think the same. I I I I think Cole might have been the most volatile, but I think we would still be here. I actually think too. Zena can't. I, which is odd. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't like rating people. I actually think Zenob is prettier than Colleen to me. She's very pretty. I think. And Cole even said like, "You're gorgeous. You're you know." But at the end of the day, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's about what she thinks right. of herself. But I bet you, if you look back at Zenim's relationship, she is never with a guy that could be perceived good look, as more good looking than her. Hmm. I don't think she can be with, because she just thinks, well, Cole is, because Cole is gorgeous. Yeah, he's very and attractive. she looks at him and goes, everybody's going to desire him. What's that going to be like for that me? That could be she an issue. Yeah. I don't think she can handle it. Yeah. Let's talk about Nancy and Bartice. Um, and after the party, and she says, "After the ball is over." Do you know how old that song is? <laughs> after the That's stars showboat. are gone, that is showboat. After the dancers leave, me. I think that's in public domain now. It's so old, we can sing it. <laughs> after the stars are gone. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, thank you. Uh, so. <laughs> okay, I'm done, done. So. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. So he's like, you know, you were like 
talking to Andrew. So honestly, just tell me what you want. Just tell me what you want. Well, she said, uh, 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 she uh, said uh, you were being weird on the way home, and that's where he jumps into that. Yeah. And she says, we're struggling with the physical, and I was just going to tell and him. And it gets emotional because it hurts. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, and I, just was like, I do love you, but looks fucking matter. Looks fucking matter. What she said before that, though, in a very she's like, the fact that you don't love me for who I am hurts. And she said it in a very calm. Yeah. And, a, and that's where he was like, fucking matters. It fucking matters. And, that's, and he, you know why he freaked out? Because in his head he went, oh, fuck. I'm going to look like an asshole. She yeah. just said something really sweet that I can't fight against that. Yeah. Because I know that's true. So, fuck. I'm backed in a corner. And then she says, "I this will go down, I think. In one of her greatest, one of Nancy's greatest sound bites, we'll stick to your type and see where it gets you. But I want to say, she didn't say that with malice. No, but I love it. She it said is, that with rational. I loved it. Thought and and even empathy. And yeah. Bart's like, well, but the physical shit leads to the other stuff. And then y'all, then he becomes he starts his systematic removing himself from the relationship because he gives all his grievances and he He's starts to like, adjust to well, you know the first problem was the ex and i made a big deal out of that and then you told me it was so like and i had to get adjusted to that and the second problem was the whole abortion thing and i had to get used to that i mean like i have to get used to so much with you i i what help so many things i've had to get over just to be with you nancy Ring, ring. What a fucking gaslighter. Ring, ring. He was literally saved by the bell. Yeah. Because I bet she was going to lay him. And then uh, he gets a call. It's he or she. Uh, Matt calls them. Where's Colleen? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I, I need to go talk to her. Where is she? Ah, darn tootin'. Pew, I, that's pew, what pew, I was going to say. Pew. It feels like he goes from Yosemite Sam to Prospector Matt yeah. when he's angry. Golly. I'm packing my bags. Packing my bags. My woman's gone. Get the mule going. Woo. Uh, and she well, said, love is dead. Relationship's gone. She I told know. me she'd be back. She went to the club. What kind of way? What kind of woman goes to the club? It's at two thirty on a Wednesday. <laughs> We've got crops to make tomorrow. <laughs> pew 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 pew. This is not somebody I give my life to. Now, Bartis goes over there. This was riveting. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, he's like, it's not somebody I'm giving my life. She's like. You need to calm down. Your connection's real. He says, I'm jealous of where you but are. But then Bartiz made it about him. Yes. And said, again, this is where I talk about the stupidity of him. Because he says, I'm, he's like, dude, I would love to be where you are. Right. And I went, you don't need to marry Nancy. You're just saying on television that you have no business with her. Right. But, and he keeps saying it. I would love to be where you are with Colleen. But Prospector, y'all, just can't do it. Woo-wee. I'm not going to get my life to nobody, nobody I can marry this woman. No way. Pew, 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 pew. You're seeing Prospector. I'm seeing Yosemite Sam. Weren't they both Prospectors? I think they were. I think, I think that's who Yosemite Sam was. No, he had a, he, he had guns. But wasn't he like a prospector mining for gold? I don't know what he was. I don't know. I, I think he was an outlaw. Was he really? I thought I he was a he sheriff. Was, uh, 
I need to know this. You know what? We're going to find this out and we're going to give you an update on the next episode. <laughs> we promise on the next episode of Love is Blind, though, y'all, because we've talked already over an hour. That's the show, everybody. What a way to go out on. He is an adversary of Bugs Bunny. I guess he is. Save it. We're going to save it as a tease for next episode. Wikipedia already gave you money. Okay. We've got to go. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Keep asking yourself this age old question. Pew, 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 pew. Is love black? <laughs>